All right, fuckers, welcome to the Trailer Park Boys Fan Federation podcast, the podcast made by Trailer Park Boys fans for Trailer Park Boys fans. I'm Morgan Rector. And if you don't like that, fuck off. Exactly, yeah. This is my co-host, Raymond Hazen. What we're going to talk about first in this episode is the kind of shitty food that they not only eat on Trailer Park Boys, but also many of us poor white trash folks have eaten most of our lives because we couldn't afford anything better. Um, I think chicken fingers are definitely part of that menu, I would say. Well, only if they're the good kind. You eight, know, bucks, eight bucks, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've had cheaper chicken fingers. Are they fingers. really eight bucks up there? Yeah, I, yeah, usually, like, there's this brand called Jane's something, uh, Jane's Chicken Fingers, and, yeah, they cost eight bucks, and it's a pretty big box, and so if, like, if you're poor and you're living in a trailer and you need something to feed the whole family, you could you could do a lot of worse, you know, that's a lot of white meat, and so it's pretty filling. Get that and a lot of plum yeah. sauce, you know? You know, everybody prefers the white meat. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't. That would be kind of you gross ask, with hey, dark hey, meat. Go ask anyone, anyone, literally. What do you prefer, the drumstick or the breast? And I promise, everyone's gonna say the breast. Well, everyone except I, me. I like dark meat, but not when it comes to chicken fingers. That would be gross. <laughs> that would be kind of disgusting. But I don't. I don't like to eat like a chicken breast on its own. But uh, otherwise, yeah. I like dark meat. Uh, oh, and one one thing actually, uh, you'll learn now. Uh, remember the scene where Ricky was like, he, well, someone woke him up in the morning, and he said, "Just ten more minutes." Well, what he's laying yeah. on is there's a, a franchise of chicken restaurants in Canada called Swiss Chalet, and that's him using one of their containers as a cushion. So yeah, if you wonder where that came from, yeah. You know that that actually brings into a question that I have. This is the perfect uh, week to ask: What the hell is a donair? A donair, actually, yeah, it's a good question. There's, they're only available in uh, three provinces. That's uh, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, Prince Edward Island. So that's 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 in the Maritimes, and also actually there's a fourth province, sorry, Alberta, because a lot of people from the Maritimes during economic depressed times had moved out to Alberta, and some of them started up restaurants that serve donairs out there. They're very popular in Alberta. But basically, uh, you know what a what a a, a gyro a, a is. Gyro. Yeah, it's it's similar. Uh, there was a guy who opened up a restaurant in Halifax, and he served that initially. But apparently, lamb was too exotic for the locals. You know, the very very white bread. You know, very very yeah, much very yeah. much trailer park boys type people. So be, with lamb being too <coughs> exotic, he decided to switch the meat to beef, and it had the same consistency. And instead of of using tzatziki sauce, he invented this special sauce. It's like uh, I I I don't know what it's made of exactly, but it's sweet, and uh, they drench it in that. Yeah. And uh, oh, donairs are fucking amazing. Whenever I go so, down, yeah. so I, I've been looking them up because I've been curious about it because I always wonder what the hell a donair is because uh, I see it in everything Canadian that I watch. Which, in case anyone hasn't realized by now, I watch a lot of you guys' stuff because I love it. Yeah. Uh, but anywho. Um, where I come from down in Napa, there was a, a, a market down there called Small Word Market. Shameless plug. Anywho, mm -hmm. Small Word Market, uh, had a, uh, they made euros, lamb euro. And we used to, it was the pita, uh, it had the tzatziki sauce, all that, man. And it was amazing. So I was wondering if it's the same thing or, or if it's 
you know, just a variation off or different or, or something like that, you know. Well, if you ever make it to the Maritimes or Alberta, I would definitely recommend picking up a Donair. They're really oh, good. I'm going to, but I actually looked it up and, and I found a recipe that uh, I'm, I'm debating, you know, trying to recreate myself. Yeah, I've tried doing that, and there's also, there's a chain of grocery stores called Sobeys, and they have stores here in, in Toronto. They sell Donair kits, but it's not the same thing. You really got to go to a place like King of Donair, and uh, they they do it right, man. They do it old school. It's it's uh, it's definitely, yeah, it's one of the most popular foods down there for sure. I've, 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 often, I've often thought if I had the money and I was, say I made a lot of money, I was going to invest it. I'd open up a King of Donair here because they they had been expanding and I think it would probably catch on pretty well here. Well, maybe one of these days uh, I'll take a trip out to Toronto to come see you and uh, we can do a whole special about it, you know? Yeah. Because and, and, like I said, I've never been nowhere. I've been to Oregon and I've been to uh, Nevada and that's basically it, but never left California. But right here in this corner the whole time. So, and I can go down there and uh, try the In-N-Out burger. Yeah, and yeah. you know, you can come out here and, yeah, we, I can take you down to In-N-Out, no problem. Like, I, we can do a flip-flop thing, you know? <laughs> yeah, when I went to Tennessee, because I once had a girlfriend who lived there, I uh, tried White Castle, I liked that a lot. Uh, up here, you can only get it frozen at 7-Eleven, but I'm not eating that. That would be disgusting. So, so where I'm at on the West Coast, you can't get White Castle and you can't get Crystal from an actual yeah, tried restaurant. That, yeah. Those are East Coast and, and Southern things. Like my grandma, I love my grandma, uh, uh, Betty is her name, and she's from Tennessee. She was born in Tennessee. Uh, but anywho, uh, Castle, White, uh, White Castle and Crystal, like those are things that she knows. Those are actual restaurants you can go to. Over here, you can only get them if you go to like the store and buy the frozen things, you know? So I've had them both. But they've only been the frozen things. But I mean, they're still pretty dang good, you know. I I, I haven't had no Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. I haven't yeah. done that yet. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't I don't like to eat the frozen box burgers myself, like the kind that Randy buys in bulk. You know, yes, that, that episode in, in season six where he goes to Barb's with like five boxes of frozen <laughs> burgers. I've I've bought them before, and I just can't get into it, man. Hey, hey, how about how about the one where Mr. Leahy is like out in the bushes and he's what is he is he bow hunting? Oh and he, yeah, <laughs> and he hits the blue jay, and then Randy's like, oh yes, I'll eat your blue jay burger. Oh yeah, with, fed, with the blue <laughs> my feather best, hanging out. My best buddy Kevin, uh, my best buddy Kevin, man. Uh, he, he's he's my Randy. Okay, if I was Mr. Leahy, which we all know that. Uh, by the way, if anyone has to email me, go ahead and scoobdad.ladyhe at gmail.com. Anywho, he's my he's my Randy, and like we joke about that. Like he goes, man, I'd eat your blue jay burger if you brought me an old dirty blue jay burger. Yeah. I'd eat it. <laughs> is, is he uh, is he too self conscious to walk around without a shirt on? Does he have a gun? No. Does he know? Uh, 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 Funny story is, I, I don't know if I told the story, but I went, I bought tickets to go see the boys uh, back a couple of years ago, and uh, they were playing down in uh, at the Warfield, and uh, anyway, I bought tickets, and then right after I bought tickets, Mr. Leahy passed. Yeah. So, uh, they postponed the show, which sucked, because I, I bought tickets for the uh, Christmas tour, 
Um, but that happened. And then anyway, when it finally came around, uh, what the hell was the question you just asked, bud? Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. What was the question you just asked? Oh, yeah, I was just asking if that friend happens to walk around without a shirt on, has a gut. Oh, yes, yes, that's what I was saying. So anyway, during the show, uh, you know, the boys are up there, and they're trying to call people up who want to take the shirt off and be fat guys, and, and it's a big fat gut challenge <laughs> with Randy. And my buddy Kevin, if, if you know, if you ever get to meet him, man, uh, he's a big guy, but he's fat, he's huge, uh, he's taller than me, he's like 6'5". He's, you know, he's big, buddy. Big old belly, too. Yeah. You know, I, I love his big old boiler, though. I love it. It's my favorite belly in the world, man. I got his belly all day. I promise. Anyway, I'm trying to convince him to get up there, and he wouldn't do it. That's, that's Long story short, he wouldn't do it because he was kind of self-conscious and scared. And I was trying to convince him, like, man, your belly is beautiful, and fuck the world. If anyone got something to say about it, they come talk to me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> But uh, he got a little self-conscious about it, so he didn't get up. But I, I guarantee he would. He he might have won. Actually, I can't guarantee because I mean it's up to the vote. But he he could have won. I really think he could. Well, you know the world seems to be becoming more accepting of what they call the dad bod now, so that's a positive thing, you know. Well, yeah, dude. You know, I've been telling the world for a long time. I've been rocking the dad bod for years. I've been sexy for a long time. You know? Yeah, the world's catching the world's up. Just, yeah. The world's just catching up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Wells, did you uh, eat a lot of uh, fish sticks growing up? Oh, tons of fish sticks, man. I, I'm a big fish stick and white rice. Make some fish sticks and white rice. You put a little soy sauce on it. Uh, uh, as Homer would say, uh, oh yeah, I, I get down on that. <laughs> For Canadians, there's one particularly fine line of fish sticks called Blue Water. They're kind of crispy. Those are really good fish sticks. I don't. I have no idea what kind of fish that is, where they're just mashing it up. But uh, there might be some fish filler in there. But they're good. So realistically, the stick is probably as much fish as the nugget is chicken. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, they like just... What, and what part of the chicken is the nugget? Well, they're saying right now that the tuna at Subway isn't tuna, or it's not entirely tuna. So you have no... I've heard that. You, heard never know, that. you never know how much fake filler shit they're putting into the food, right? So, Very true. Very true. Hey, we're going to run out of food at some point. I mean, there's only so much they can go around. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, only so much uh, pink slime they can put in the... The hot dogs, I think that's what they put in the hot dogs, they call it. 100%. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is, is dude, as we all know, we've already established, I've been, I've been to prison. I've been locked up in jail. I'm telling you, I've, I've opened cans of dog food to feed my uh, granny's dog. Yeah. And as I'm, as I'm scooping it out, I go, shit, I think I ate that while I was locked up right there. For real, it's not bad? <laughs> like, that looks oh, exactly my. like what I ate before. Like, oh literally. God. So it doesn't. Even and we all we've already established. I know we know. I hate the word literally, but it happened. Like, <laughs> wow, that is you gross. know, like that looks like what I ate one time. Well, I remember. I remember hearing like prison food just has no flavor at all. There's just no seasoning. But I, I I've also heard it can be. It tastes really bad too. So no, no, there is no flavor. It has no seasoning. Reason being is. Um, as we're cooking, right, 
Uh, maybe that old guy over there has a heart issue. I can't put salt in this. You know what I'm saying? Because it could hurt his heart. So we can't season things because salt and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> would, it, would it make his life that much worse? I mean, he is in fucking prison. <laughs> <crazy, you know? laughs> Good point. But <laughs> might, as well, might as well put him out of his misery. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> do it with some salt. Fuck well, on, on the other side, no, jail's not that bad, but don't be dissing jail. But. Oh, yeah. Well, it depends. Well, yeah, but you, but, you didn't, but you didn't go to San Quentin, right? I mean, that's, that's some hardcore there. shit. You, I've been you there. Went, you went in? You did I've time been in San Quentin? Matter of fact, when I got arrested in Napa and sent to prison the first time, actually both times, the reception center was San Quentin. So I went there from there. And it, San Quentin's, it's its own community. It's its own town. Like, you walk up to the like I, we we walk out of the cells and I look down the hall at my buddy and go hey you want to go to the store he goes hey yeah let's go to the store and we walk down this fucking tier and down the stairs this is once you get out of reception you know what I'm saying yeah. while you're in reception you can't do none of this and in reception you're locked in but once you're out of reception you're in normal mainline then you walk over to the store you go up to the thing and you could just get a fucking ice cream and a Pepsi if you want and walk away oh I'm, so dead, ser I'm dead serious man. San Quentin is amazing. Everyone in prison, everyone in the state of California in prison wants to go to San Quentin. And I dare anyone tell, say, call in and say I'm full of shit. Because that's a fact. Wow. Everyone in, in the prison in the state of California wants to go to San Quentin. They have a baseball team that plays baseball with outside. They don't get to leave. But it's part of a league. And, like, police and, and, and other people are part of the league that know they get to come in and they play baseball and like not in on team, but you're you're overlooking like you get to watch the game and it's, it's a freaking softball game. You know? Is that it's is that baseball. where is that where Ed Kemper what? is incarcerated? I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, mm -hmm. but I do know this: that San Quentin is the oldest prison in in the state of California. It was built in 18 oh, what 89 or something. And uh, this one this one cop that was there one time once told me because I was chatting with him, and he and he was telling me about back in the old days, right when in the old old days, uh, when you paroled, they used to give you uh, a twenty dollar uh, gold piece, mm -hmm. um, um, uh, and a horse, a twenty dollar gold piece and a horse. And the reason they gave you the horse was your that was your ride, and the twenty dollar gold piece was because across the street. Uh, was an was a little saloon thing, and you can go across the street, and you could turn that gold piece into a revolver uh, and and a, uh, some bullets, you know. And so you got your horse, your revolver, and your bullets, and you're able to get out of there. Twenty dollar gold piece and 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 a horse, or was it twenty dollar gold piece and the revolver? And then you bought the horse, something like that. But it was right around those areas, right? But anyway, you were able to leave San Quentin. With a pistol, with some bullets, and a horse, man. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Yeah, so you, you just yeah. left, you just left prison, and now you got yourself a gun. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, back in back in eighteen ninety, like it didn't matter that much, man. Like pistol and a horse was up. That's good. That, that's like having a fucking, you know, smoking a pancake or something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to mention uh, my favorite scene of Trailer Park Boys Jail so far is actually was in this week's episode. With Randy getting fucked by that guy in the prison cell, he's like, "Yeah, he's handsome. I'll go in there." And they're all listening to it. That was fucking hilarious. That oh, we so all gonna pretend like we're not here. <laughs> <Yeah. this. laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, hey, you got to take one for the team, man. You got to, you know. I mean, I don't know if I, I mean, fuck, man. I mean, if I had to take one from the team, <laughs> if we're being real about it, like me, no, fuck no, man, fuck no. I don't know, but no, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But you got to give Randy his credit, man. He took that shit for the team. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Hey, did you see the log of hash? Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, the log of hash. yeah you stuck it up his I, ass. Yeah. Julian, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got a lot of practice with that, right? He Ho does. Hooking at the drive through. Yeah. Fly to the bubble cocksucker. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, that's just my COVID. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm oh, you don't have <laughs> I got a big old, uh, what the hell is this? It's a cartridge for my pen. Oh, you're vaping? Yeah, it's a uh, banana OG. Matter of fact, I got a new one. I haven't changed things to you anyway. Uh, this was a banana OG, and then I have another one over here now. Some cookies and cream. I'm about to switch to that thing right now. Do you find that the vaping it is smoother than smoking a joint or a bong? Or? No, no. Nothing tastes better than a joint. Yeah. Nothing in the world. Uh, but I do everything all the time. I, I do everything. So I smoke joints. I'll take bong loads. I'll do dabs. Fucking, like, I don't give a shit. If it gets me loaded, I'll do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, that's good. It's like I really don't care. All right, here we go. New one. This is the cookies and cream, fucking platinum vape. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you one of the. As far as the food goes. <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, it sounds nice. Yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? I was saying, when it, in terms of white trash food, I'd say probably the most defining moment in my life in that in terms of that was I had dinner at a friend's house when I was a kid, and his mother gave us, like, raw wieners for dessert. <laughs> wow. <laughs> figured I'd tell you guys a couple, you know, white trash dishes I've had, which I've had possum pie. Possum pie? Really? Possum pie. Well, yes, how sir. was that? <laughs> it was made basically like, uh, uh, the hell? God damn it. I'm so drunk. I'm drawing the blank. Uh, fucking... Chicken pot pie. It was, it was basically made like a chicken pot pie, but it had possum inside instead of you know ground beef or chicken or whatever the hell you put in one, whatever you want to. Because anyone who made a chicken pot pie from scratch knows you can put whatever meat inside you want. Yeah, but, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So uh, I've also had a, a gator um, gumbo. Gator. Gumbo. I've had. Yeah, which was gumbo made with gator. I've had gator sausage. Wow. Uh, I've had ostrich steaks, which I ordered ostrich, 
Which I guess that's not so much a white trash thing as a bogan thing. Yeah, or just maybe kind of a exotic delicacy. Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess. All right, all right, all right. But here's the story that we've been all waiting for. We're all signed up for. So here's the story of the most ghetto white trash dish I've ever. No, let me rephrase this. Ghetto gourmet, white trash gourmet dish. Like we tried to be nice about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is back when I. This is back in the days when I was homeless. And me and my buddy Ike. I love my buddy Ike. Uh, shout out to Ike. Where you are out there? I love you, Ike. Anywho, me and my buddy Ike, we were, uh, he was another homeless guy down the river from me. Anywho, he comes up and and the two of us get, you know, drunk and loaded and party. And, and then we decide that we're going to, you know, make some spears. So we start, you know, shaving some sticks and we make a few spears. And then we go down the way from the river where we're at. And we go down it and we go into the words, you know, almost knee deep, like halfway up shin, you know, shin deep. And so we're in there, and we we literally spearfish the salmon out of the river, out of the creek, right up from where we're at, where we're homeless, out of these spears that we literally just, I hate that word, why do we always say literally so much? Yeah. Out of this these spear thing that I, we fucking pointed, you know, we shaved them down, and fucking, uh, we spread these fish out, right? Then we take it up to the homeless camp where we're staying at. I, who uh, went to culinary school, I am a trained chef. I'm I'm pretty good. I got an, I got one buddy out there named Ryan Dugan, who's a better chef than me any day and every day. Besides him, I don't know anyone else that is. Period. End of story. Uh, anyway, I take we go back to the camp, and I fillet these fish with a hatchet. <laughs> yeah. Right? And mind you, as we discuss, discussed last week, uh, I had this three-tiered shopping cart barbecue that I built. I built. Uh, so we, we proceeded to fry this fish on this uh, shopping cart barbecue. And I made some rice pilaf that I sautéed the carrots and uh, um, with uh, carrots and onions, I sautéed those in um, a freaking uh, hubcap from a car. Yeah, really? <laughs> over wow. the over the three tiered thing, right? Now that's that's some and Ricky then, cooking right there. You you you're doing Ricky style. Yes, sir, buddy. And then I poured those into a coffee can that I mixed with the rice. So I made a rice peel off with that in a coffee can over this three tiered barbecue shopping cart thing. Uh, and then once that was all going, I went ahead and, and uh, sauteed some asparagus in that same very, um, the hell was I just talking about? Damn, I'm drunk. Uh, the fucking, uh, hubcap. I sauteed the asparagus in that very same hubcap wow. and fuck it. And then, so we had, we had sauteed asparagus with garlic, uh, a homemade rice pilaf, uh, and fucking, uh, the uh, salmon fillets. Well, I got to hand it to you. Cooking fish all, under ideal all conditions. Po all poached, all poached out of the river. Uh, ooh, I shouldn't have said that. All uh, liberated <laughs> out of the river with a spear and hatcheted and made right there in the camp on a on a shopping cart barbecue. Well, I got to hand it to you. Cooking fish under ideal conditions is hard enough. 
but the fact that you managed to cook it in a hubcap oh, and so it's, so it's wow, hard. that's that's amazing. So yeah. true story. So this guy who lived down the river the other direction, his mom, he was you know a little bit older than me, right, right around my age actually, a little bit older. But his mom used to come down all the time. I made her a plate, and I gave it to him and said, "Hey, make sure your mom gets a plate, you know, because like I made this food like here." And uh, uh, he's like, all right, no worries, man. And so later on, he comes up to me and he goes, hey, so mom asked me where the hell you got that food at? Because like she wants to go back there and buy that stuff because that was so good. I said, I can't wait, what? Are you kidding me right now? Like me and I just posted that shit down out of the river over here. And I cooked it on the bar, on the shopping cart. And he looks at me and goes, no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. That's what a little salt do. If you do a little salt right, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, those are those are some of the best best ones I had. Oh, hey, knock knock. No, uh, who's there? A greased up fuck walls running around with the liquored up shit share frig dancing thinks they're in charge. Really, just a drunk, sweaty male prostitute doing fuck knows what for cheeseburgers. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a classic right there. Uh, I tried, but I tried. <laughs> I'm looking up uh, like white trash recipes, but all I come up with is uh, it's like a snack food of like cereal and candy. You ever heard tell of that? Uh, junk mix. You ever heard? It's like crispix cereal, pretzels, M and M's, and white chocolate. You ever heard of that? Junk mix. Yeah, white trash. It's it's also called white trash or it's called junk mix. But I guess this is like made by people who are not white Where's trash. Yeah, that I'm not sure of. I'm, mm. I haven't heard junk mix. Um, doesn't mean doesn't mean that I'm not you know drawing a blank or something. Yeah, I never heard of it either. Yeah, have you? Uh, oh, so what was what was what was possum like? Is it like chicken or beef? What did you? Like pork? Or well, it, it is kind of like chicken. You know, the funny thing is when they say everything tastes like chicken, no, they're not joking. Chicken yeah. does taste like everything. Yeah. But, well, apparently the cannibals, though, we taste like pork. So there's, we're the exception, I, apparently. I have heard that. Um, I don't know. <laughs> not, that I, do not that I'm interested. Never eat anybody. Uh, you know, it's funny being a chef and being someone who watches, like, bizarre foods and all that. Like, I think to myself, hey, I if, if I was in some little, you know, Ethiopian village in the middle of nowhere, I'm not saying they do, but if they were eating crickets or whatever, like cockroaches and not that they do, like, wherever, I'm trying to, that's so hard being politically correct these days. Fuck, man. Yeah. Uh, but anywho, you get to put them in. Like, I always say, hey, I would try. I'd never knock a meal so I've tried it, you know what I'm saying? I, Period I, of story. Well, so I'm I, a chef I, by trade. Like, I've learned a long time ago, we can make anything taste good if we try it, you know? Well, I ate a scorpion once, and they must have taken the venom out, but it was like, I guess it was a baby who came in like a, a lollipop, and uh, so I get to the, the scorpion, it was like eating wood. It was it had a really weird consistency, very crunchy. So I know what that's like. Uh, <laughs> I've had scorpions, you know. Oh, you have? Yeah. Uh, I've had scorpions. I've had crickets. Uh, I used uh, uh, chocolate-covered cockroaches. I've had those. Um, you know, there's actually a lot of protein in bugs. Uh, there is. The yeah. reason being is because they got no fat, so they're all protein. 
That, yeah. That's the difference between us and something else is the amount of fat. And, like everything has either fat or protein. Well, I'll that's tell you, it. Well, my oven know? has, uh, there's a cockroach that got into it. And it went up, there's a digital clock on it, right? It gets up to see like what's going on inside the clock and it got stuck. It's been in there for years and it hasn't even shrunk, dude. It's the same. They don't rot. They don't, nothing happens to them when no. they die. Good. Well, because there's, it's, it's nothing but a little blob of fucking protein, man. That's all yeah. it is. So that's all it is. Yep, and so, I'm sorry, I'm eating a fucking pepperoni cock right now. Yeah. So have you, have you ever taken a, a, a bread heel and rubbed it in bacon grease? Have you gotten that desperate for something to eat? I've been very desperate to eat, yes, yes. Um, I mean, I've eaten out of garbage cans before. I mean, all kinds of things, man. I mean, if you want to know. Uh, but have I ever rubbed a bread, old bread heel? I mean, I've eaten old bread heel. Actually, I've rubbed a bread heel on a, a pizza crust box before. Oh yeah, really? I've done that. Yeah, to get some 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 grease off that. Yeah, I've done that. Uh, you ever had toaster leavings? Uh, what are those like the, the crumbs that are left over inside? Inside the toaster, yes, yeah. sir. The things at the bottom, the little tray you pull out and you dump out and you pour out. Yeah, I used to I used to eat those. I I put those in a little thing and I uh, uh, just sh shoot in my mouth and wash a chunk of water and you know and get that down to me, you know. And that'd get me going around for at least a couple hours. <laughs> and I think a staple in every white trash household is a bag of wieners. There's always wieners around, right? Kind of pepperoni cocks. Yeah, pepperoni and wieners and other salted cured meats. I think bologna. Bologna's right, what, do you, what do you know about spread? You ever heard about spread? Spread. Um, the only one. That's I'm, a jailhouse thing down here. What's it it's made a jailhouse of? Thing. What, what's it made of? Okay, so the top ramen, and you crunch up like chips. And oh you, yeah, yeah. You cut up, and, right? You, you guys got you guys got that up there too. I don't know if they do it in jail or not, but I remember because I, I went through a phase where I was obsessed with prison culture, and I remember them talking about that. And also, I I, I remember them saying if you're in solitary or the hole, they what they do is they take the leftover food from the la the end of the day, and they create something some kind of loaf they call it like mash loaf or something. And basically, you're eating that leftover shit all combined into just a biscuit. Wow, yeah. that's fucked. Did you did you make Pruno? Did you drink Pruno? Oh yeah, I make tons of Pruno. I'm a great Pruno dude. I'll make you the best kicker in the world. To make good Pruno, you got to make a good kicker first, and your kicker is what sets off the liquor. So basically, what you do is you know you get some uh, you know like a crumbled up couple pieces of bread. And then, like, some jelly from the peanut butter and jelly. You get some jelly in, like, in a little bag. You put that, like, ball of mash that up and throw that down there. And you put some jelly in there. And then uh, you get a fruit pack from the juice. Juice in the lunch comes, like, the powdered juice. It's got a little bit of sugar in it. So you want sugar, but that's what you're looking for. You're looking for sugar. All right? That's it. And then you, you throw that in there, too. And let that shit kick around for a while. Kick around, what I mean is those sugars and those things will start, you know, bouncing off each other and they'll start fermenting. That's the fermentation process. And they start bouncing off each other. Boom, bam, boom, bam, boom, down. Yeah, we're fucking pushing around. Hey, how we going? You know, yeah. And anyway, once that starts kicking, it's sugar can only do two things. It, it can turn into liquor, alcohol, or 
uh, it can go past that and become a, a fucking mold. That's it. That's it. That's all sugar can do. From there, all right. So you let that shit kick around for a while, and it becomes a good little, you know, good little kick. And then you take that thing out, that little, you ball that up, and that's your kicker. And you take a t-shirt. And, like, you rip off the sleeve or something off the jailhouse T-shirt. And then you put that in there and you tie that fucker off so it's like a, it's almost like a tea bag, like a ball-sized tea bag. And then you drop that guy inside a bag. Like, you get a bunch of orange juice and you get a bunch of, you know, whatever juices you can get your hands on. Apple juice, whatever. And juices, period. And you get those juices and you put them in a big bag and then you drop that kicker inside. And then two, two and a half, three days, maybe, bro, you got a good batch of pruno that you're charging four or five bucks a cut for. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you yeah. could make it cheaply and sell it. You could probably oh. sell like a $2 bottle of, of, cheap, of liquor cheap as fuck, for that. Man. Super yeah. cheap. Almost, see, I'm wondering if Swish is a real beverage. You know, I, I don't I have no idea if, that, if they just invented that for the show or if that's a real thing. But did you, have you looked into that at all? I have no clue. I don't know. Um, I would be interested. I pretend like it's real all the time. Me and my yeah. buddy Kevin, we, we joke about Swish all the time. Uh, but, like, I don't know, you know? Yeah. Um, have you had uh, Moonshine? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, I've had tons of Moonshine. Um, two, you know, multiple kinds. I've had homemade and, you know, store-bought, which... Down here in California, you can't get good store-bought moonshine. It's all crap. <laughs> I keep pausing every few seconds, you guys, because I got the hiccups, man, because I've been drinking and partying all day, so just so everybody knows. Like, what did you if you, every few seconds, I, I'm breathing because I'm hiccuping. <laughs> That's all right. Have you known anyone who was actually making it, like, in the backwoods? Oh, yeah. No, my buddy, my buddy, Kev, uh, uh, he, he, he's a moonshine-making motherfucker, man, and he's good at it. Uh, how many? Uh, how much a, of that do you need to drink to get drunk? Not much, right? Oh no, not well. It depends on you. I mean, me and Ricky, we could probably hammer a few bit down, you know. Uh, but the average cat, the average cat, uh, a couple, two, three shots, and you'd be, you'd be pretty tired. Oh yeah, that's like a hundred percent proof, isn't it? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's like, I mean, think about it. You, I mean, the best we can get down here is one fifty one, and that's one fifty one. Uh, but the moonshine that, that he's making was probably around 180. Uh, and realistically, that's pretty fucked. You know, that's going to fuck you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 180. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, he tells me all the time when he gives me liquor, he's like, buddy, uh, don't drink too much, man. Like, slow down. Because <laughs> he, he knows me, man. I'll start hammering, but I party, dude. I mean, when I start a party, but, like, I just, I let it go, you know, I don't give a fuck. Uh, like waking up but, outdoors kind of drunk? Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> no, I'm waking up on a roof across town. Oh, yeah, know? really? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm waking up in the garbage can three counties over, you know, like, holy fuck, how did I get here? <laughs> so now I'm going to parlay that uh, liquor talk into uh, our study of John Dunsworth for the rest of the episode. Uh, so I'm looking at I'm looking at the, this uh, page on trailerpark.fandom.com. So I'm just going to go through some of this information here. Uh, so yeah, he was born in 1946 to Frank and Francis Dunsworth. 
He was the second born of ten children, man. And he was the oldest son. Oh. Uh, and of course, it says Sarah Dunsworth appeared on the show with him. He studied acting at the University of Guelph, but dropped out in his fourth year. Probably because he was just so talented. Maybe he just didn't know. He just didn't think he needed the degree. They weren't ready for him. No, no. Not for somebody. I mean, come on, man. For a guy who like rarely drank, maybe a, f a few times in his lifetime, and he played this drunk who like drinks so much he'd lose his fucking mind. And you never doubted the the authenticity of it, man. Like I was yeah. watching that scene yesterday where he had like all these liquor bottles labeled with the names of like uh, Ricky and Julian and J Rock, and he starts talking about it. At one point, he goes in this like high pitched voice. Like, <laughs> you know that part? Shitbots. Yeah, yeah. Or the Bluelian episode. Shitabus. Yeah, shitabus. Yes, I, I remember exactly what you're talking about. The winds of no, shit. Hey, have you, have you been on uh, the uh, Swearnet app and watched uh, liquor stories? I haven't seen that yet. There's a lot of content I haven't checked out yet. <sighs> you got to, man. Like, because, I mean, I'm, you're right. The fact that this man could play this well... And he really didn't. Yeah, it blows mine. Like, that, like I, I can play a good drunk, but I drink, so like yeah. I understand. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's cool. But the fucking guy was so brilliant. It's astonishing, yeah. Oh, by the way, I, I went, I visited uh, Mike Smith's Bubbles Lounge restaurant. It was pretty cool. They had like little, really? little tiny shopping carts holding the condiments on the tables. It was cool. I'm so jealous that you live up there. Well, I, I didn't live there at the time. I was just visiting, but yeah. I, but I well, no, I'm talking in Toronto, oh, yeah, in Canada. You're yeah, in Canada. And I didn't even know where it was, and I was just visiting Halifax, and I, I'm walking. Suddenly, I see Bubbles Mansion. It's like shit. I'm going in there. So yeah, that was, I'm glad I got to go before they shut it down. Uh, okay, so wait, they shut it down. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Maybe it just wasn't making enough money. Um, not that I'm putting it down, but I guess it was pretty average in terms of being kind of a restaurant slash bar. It was just casual dining. So, And also, I don't know if... I think Trailer Park Boys is just as much a cult show there as it is everywhere else. So maybe it just... Uh, just I mean, honestly, it, it means the world to me in the, the small crowd that I associate with. Like, it means something... But outside of that, like probably nobody cares. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think most people so, know about it really. Um, yeah. I I have two Trailer Park Boys shirts now, and I don't think most people realize what the hell it is about. Um, so yeah, which which people ask me all the time. I'm wearing another shirt. I got like four or five shirts. I'm wearing a different one right now, and it's a big pot leaf, and it's got two birds staring at each other, and it says "Get two birds stoned at once." Yeah, I got one that says uh, "Welcome to Sunnyvale," and the other one just said, the other one's just black with white Texas tra Trailer Park Boys, and that one's just plain. Uh, let me see. So yeah, Dunsworth. Uh, he went on to act in numerous CBC radio dramas, and he has had starring roles in many stage productions at the Neptune Theater in Halifax. And then in 1970, Dunsworth leased an abandoned building on Halifax's waterfront and converted it into a playhouse, dubbing it the Pier 1 Theater. It became the city's first and most successful alternative theater production house. And then in 1987, he founded Filmworks Casting, became the only health, the only casting director in Halifax. See, this, this is one thing I really respect about him. He was an entrepreneur. He just said, well, 
we're not going to just sit around feeling sorry for ourselves that we don't right. have these things here. Let's get the ball yeah. rolling. Let's start things up, you know. We're going to make some shit. Absolutely. And I think probably the production industry down there owes him a huge grit of that, of that, a huge grit of datitude, gratitude. How's it? I'm not the one who's smoking time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so he was no, the, the most renowned. You, you, you know I ordered that Dick Shitnary book, right? Did it arrive yet? No, not yet, mm-hmm. not yet. But it's coming, it's coming. And actually Sarah, apparently, because uh, she emailed me back. Oh, yeah? And the reason I know it was her because she cited Sarah. So unless someone from johndunsworth.com is lying... It was Sarah, you know what I'm saying? Could you could you so, ask her to could you ask her to do an interview with us on the show? No, I didn't I didn't oh. push that yet. But during in the email she responded, she even mentioned how she knows that I'm a fan because I gave her the scoop dad dot Leahy as the because the only email I created that email for the show and then I shared it with John Dun I mean, just John Dunworth.com, right? Like, why shouldn't I share that, right? Like that's the only other place I shared it with. And uh, she she told me that, and so I, then I sent her the link to the show and informed her that uh, you know I I am part of a show. And yes, I do love Mr. Leahy uh, and John and and uh, and so much more than just this. Like like I want to get into to the man more than just the character. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So so I'm ready for you to continue. I'll, I'll stop stealing the minute you know, the mic for a minute and let you continue so then we can get into, because I have uh, something that I would like to, you know, let everybody know too, that they need to look into, what is it? Uh, it's his, what, freaking playing with rocks? Or yeah. Get a hobby? Yeah, I saw that yeah. today, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did, you, did you watch that yet? Yeah, that was really cool. I, 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 I hope that next time I go down there I can find out where it is. I'd like to... For so, a selfie. Yeah. so myself and my best friend Kevin, we we've already established that, it, like, if someone came up to me and go, "Hey, you're about to die, but you get to go one place in the world," I instantly I want to go to that wall. Yeah, yeah. I want to go to that wall. That's my spot. It, it's up there in Nova Scotia somewhere. Where you got? Well, a little east of you, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've learned my geography, you guys. <laughs> but anywho, it's right up there. It's looking out on the East Coast, you know, out on the uh, Atlantic. And so, man, I want to go there so bad, but so bad. Like anywhere in the world. Yeah, Mr. Leahy, Mr. Leahy's John, John, Mr. John Dunsworth's wall. That's where I want to go. I'd like to have a fire pit like the one you built. That's really cool. That's nice. That was nice. Yeah, yeah. Anyone, anyone who hasn't seen it yet, okay, it's called. Uh, I swear, it's called Get a Hobby. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, I think it's called Get a Hobby. All right, go on YouTube. It's on YouTube, everybody. Get a Hobby, or or playing with rocks is is something I've punched in before. That'll get you there. It's uh, it's it's a it's the best glimpse at the man behind the character. That I've ever seen in my life, man. Like, yeah. it really, it really lets us know who he is, and it's so nice. It really is. Yeah, there's an interesting vulnerability about him too. Like, for one yeah. thing, it seems like he absolutely said no to nothing on that show. He was willing to do anything, 
and they had him mm-hmm. running around naked at times. I did. But we had no clue who he really was, man. Yeah, man. But he just seemed like he had he was fearless, man, uh, to do all those oh, things. Yeah. Like uh, the one where they put like a toilet paper roll on his dick. He's walking around like that, you know. The the sex scene with Randy where he's wearing a wig and he was like playing the woman. Dude, how about in uh, Countdown to Liquor Bay where he's up on the roof? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you can't tell me that is some brilliant acting. If you're telling me that man was sober. Oh, yeah. Drunk and, and heartbroken and pulled it both off, too. At the, same time. at the same time, bud. Yeah, yeah. Like, he made me feel drunk and heartbroken. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, no, I want to know. Uh, I, I, one thing I would love to ask Rob Wells, if, if I could ever ask of it, is... Um, what it was like to kiss John Dunsworth's bare ass for that scene. That may, be, that may be one scene. That might be one scene where Rob Wells drank liquor for real. They didn't I fake it. There's that, no way. Yeah. They, there's no way they faked it. You can tell it. it it's it's no, 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 no. He kissed his ass. Yeah. You can hear this lip fucking lip smacking and everything. Oh, man. But you know what, bud? In their defense, for 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 the reality of the show, fuck, I'd kiss your ass too, bud. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny too. Randy's like, for the make show, it. you know, yeah. no Rick. other reason, but for the show, I would do it. And Ra- and Randy's like, make it quick, Rick. <laughs> He's like, jealous. He's <laughs> yeah, Randy. Jealous. <laughs> he didn't like it. He didn't like it. No, no. So uh, let me see. So yeah, he um, he so yeah, he was cast by Mike Clattenburg to be in that. Film one last shot, uh, which he actually did won. You wa- have you watched it yet? I did watch that a while ago. Yeah, I don't remember it that well. It's very so, different from the series. Like, there's not as much humor. In it. It's very different, and and actually, uh, that was something I wanted to bring up. Was was I love that because it's the first glimpse at Mr. Lady that we get. And uh, if you actually watch the show or watch the the, the thing, uh, there's the cat. Remember, he's got to get rid of the cat. I don't the remember cat's that na- the cat. The cat's name is Mister Chico. Oh, is that right? That, that Mister Leahy tells uh, Julian's character to get rid of. Okay, that cat, Mister Chico, is the very same cat that plays the character Bubbles in the Cart Boy, oh, yeah, the which cat. which later on becomes um, uh, Vince the Pence, which is. You know, my cat's namesake now. So I got my own business pants now. But in Bubbles' song, Kitties Are So Nice, the one that I, you know, candidly oh, yeah. sang drunk as fuck the first episode. <laughs> uh, that cat is Bubbles. Which, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a connection. Yeah. So you, it's, the same, it's the same kitty. Did you ever end up seeing uh, Virginia's Run, which had John Dunsworth, Rob Wells, and John Paul Tremblay? No. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Yeah, they're in that one. Um, so here's when it comes when it comes to things that they've done outside of Trailer Park Boys. I've only seen uh, Hobo with the Shotgun. Uh, I mean, counting, you know, drunk and on drugs, happy fun time hours, kind of stupid because yeah, that is that. the same shit. Uh, but besides that, I've seen um, Haven. I watched. Uh, watch a good chunk of Haven. Um, that's probably about it. Man. 
And uh, so he had a political career, well, short-lived. So in 1988, he starred in a video documentary entitled John Dunsworth, The Candidate, 1988. And uh, I don't know if that's on YouTube or not. But uh, so he was running for the New Democratic Party, traveling around Nova Scotia. And uh, he, though it was real, he really was running, but he... Uh, he left. He didn't win the election. Then he left to focus on his acting career. So that's a very left-wing political party. That's like, I mean, that that's almost like the American Green Party. So he was pretty far left. But uh, it's not a drunk. It's not a political podcast. So he. Uh, yeah, yeah, not today. That's another yeah, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So uh, uh, and then he goes on to mention. So unlike. Oh, oh, I found it. Well, John Dunsworth's candidate. How long is it? Oh, two minutes. We're all right. It's two minutes long? Two and a half. Two and a half. No. <laughs> I'll send it to you and you can put the link in the description box or something. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm drunk and buzzed, and that's why it's funny. Not that it's supposed to be funny, it's just for the words on right? He's like a, he's like Bill Murray, man. It's a direct yeah. line in the funny game. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like. He never had an addiction to alcohol, but he did have an addiction to video lottery terminals, like like Ray does. PLTs, uh, baby. Yeah, he had a real life addiction to that, and he uh, he actually leaned <coughs> on the, John Dunsworth leaned on the, the provincial government in Nova Scotia to have them banned from bars, and apparently then they did. He was a big part of that because he had a serious gambling problem for a long time. So wow, I would have never known that. Yeah, it's like there's not a lot of casinos in Canada, but yeah, they did allow you know the video poker thing or slot machines or whatever they were. So that's probably why that got on the show because uh, because of him. Because it's a it's actually a thing. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, America, you have the real casinos. So yeah. Whereas up here, well, in in California, we don't really. I mean, we got a few Indian reservation casinos. Oh, we yeah, have Native American. We have those too, yeah, yeah. Uh, but besides that, no, you got to go over to Vegas, which is in Nevada. Like the only two places that I can think of really that are, you know, is Vegas and Atlantic City. So you got to go to one or the other. That's it. I thought uh, I thought there'd be more gambling than that. Well, Reno I has mean, gambling too. Uh, well, Reno. I mean, all these places have gambling, but when you think gambling towns, you think Vegas, Atlantic City. That's all you think. I mean, yes, you can go to Reno and have a, a burger at the store and get some gas and pull the slot machine before you leave and walk out. 
Like, yeah, you can do that. Oh, I see. So, yeah, if you were a big-time gambler, you wouldn't go to Reno. Yeah, no, you wouldn't. (laughs) You'd go to Vegas or Atlantic City. But otherwise, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's gambling there, yes. Yeah, I I suppose I'd visit Vegas out of curiosity. I don't know. I wouldn't go and gamble, though. But uh, it seems like there's a lot of entertainment there that has nothing to do with gambling. So. Hey, Trevor. Knock, knock. Who's there? Two stupid, dumb, dumb, fuckstick aliens who are dumb as fuck. <laughs> Yo, yesterday I saw the episode where Trevor stood up to him. That was pretty cool, eh? Yeah, he did. Dude, okay, so we've already watched. So uh, Smokey's already there. Randy's already in, right? Yeah. Uh, we've already seen Corey, or I guess it's not Trevor, it's Corey and Jacob. We've already seen them go in and get out, apparently, because they're not there anymore. Do you think they're coming back in? Well, not Trevor, um, his, whose real name is Michael Jackson. But uh, Yeah, yeah, no, Corey, he, Jacob. He wrote, or, well, the thing is, I thought about reading this document that he wrote, but I still want to interview people from the show on this podcast. And if, if they... He had some if, negative things to say. Yeah, if, if I were to read that, maybe they wouldn't do it. So I'm not sure if I should, but he just... His thing was that, well, he hated Conky. Like he felt like up to that point, the show was mm-hmm. the show kind of came across as plausible. But then this puppet that had that he just he just thought that was a really dumb no. idea. Um, like Let me was, tell you right now, that was a dumb idea, and I fucking hate Conky. Yeah, me but too. He was, yeah. But he was brilliant in his own way. Yeah, what, yeah. What I'm saying. There is humor. Like, it's just that before then, it's like this gritty show that seems like it seems. People, there were there used to be people who thought it was nonfiction. That's how well it was done. But then, Conky, yeah. with Conky, well, you know what I what I understood was uh, basically they were kind of like Corey and Trevor on the show. Like they did all kinds of shit outside and they yeah. ran around. And he got tired of doing all kinds of work and not being paid comparably. Does that make sense? Did I, did I yeah. There? Well, yeah, okay. like on top uh, of, on and, top then, of and, then, and then Barry Dunn, who's Ray, my namesake, who I love, Ray, fucking way she goes. But anywho, he apparently one of the reasons why he left. Um, he was making way too much for doing nothing, and so everyone was getting not everyone, but some people were getting upset. And I mean, these are all. This is all speculation. This is all crap that I read. I, yeah. Sarah never called me and told me, "Hey, Ray, this is what happened." And Bubbles never said, "No, fuck that. This is what happened." Like that never happened. Okay, so I don't know. Well, Barry but, Dunn was one of the producers, so that might have been why yes, he got he was. more money. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Michael, so, yeah. He was he was getting a lot, and you know, as much as we love Ray's character, he wasn't doing much besides rolling around in a wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Know? Playing the VOTs. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, the thing, so Michael Jackson's piece, he was also saying, well, yeah, here I am saying it. Well, yeah, he didn't get along with Barry Dunn or this other producer, Joe Volpe. He hated Conky, and he, it sounded like he was being treated like Trevor in real life. Um, so yeah, when he wasn't yeah. acting, he was just kind of like doing menial stuff, like holding the boom pole. And uh, so I don't know, it's, it sounded like he was kind of whining a bit, so maybe he... His expectations were too high. I mean, I don't wasn't there, uh, but on the other hand, I mean, Cor- Corey Bowles came back, so maybe it wasn't that bad, you know. 
Sorry, I was having a, a yeah. drink of liquor. Um, but yeah, don't no, you're right. Uh, like I thought about that too, because like I I, I want to ask sometimes, you know, like is there any chance that Trevor might come back? Is there any chance of bringing J Rock back? Oh, that, I miss like, I miss J Rock a lot. I, I miss J Rock so much, and I get it. I already know Jonathan Torrance, who was the actor who played J Rock. Jonathan Torrance, he got tired of, of playing the same eerie type guy, you know. <laughs> and uh, fucking, he he even said like, "Hey, I'm at season ten. I'm done." And then when season ten rolled around. The man stood by what he said. Like, I already knew before that shit rolled out that he was done. I'm still upset about it. Like, I, I think about it all the time. Like, oh, man, I miss J-Rock. J-Rock, baby. J-Rock, baby. I always love that. Let me tell you, Jonathan Torrance has... I don't think anyone has had the kind of longevity in show business that Jonathan Torrance has had. When I was... I remember there was a show called Street Sense when I was, like, in junior high... And then he had a talk show called John and Vision, and there was always just one I've thing after that another. One. I've He's just—he has had the longest fucking career in Canadian show business. It just never ends. And J Rock, Trail Park Boys was just part of it. I don't know. He's just been extraordinarily lucky here. So he's Canadian television's version of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, something like that. It's like I don't know if there's someone in just in, always relevant. Yeah, I'm trying to think of someone in, in American show business who's like been around for decades and always worked. I guess like Bob Barker, someone like that. It's he's almost like that, except he's not just done one show. But it's just amazing how he's just had all this success. He's just one project after another, never ending. Man. Yeah. But yeah, I miss J Rock, man. There's only one time in his whole Trailer Park Boys career that I went. Come on, J-Rock, really? And that was when they were trying to uh, burn uh, Julian's car for the money in the movie. Oh, under yeah, the bridge. Yeah. And then he goes, man, I'm busting. I'm but You know, he gets all shook and bust. Like, that's the only time ever I went, man, come on, J-Rock. You got a bust, man. <laughs> yeah, we ain't busting. I'm not busting. Why are we busting, bro? And there's a, there's this thing I was thinking about about how um, you know David Julian always comes up with these schemes to sell huge quantities of weed or hash. <laughs> See that's what gets them in trouble. If they just sold small quantities, then they they totally get away with it, right? If you're caught with like two grams, you can't get in that much trouble. It's him who fucks it all up, isn't it? It's, it's if they were just Ricky just wants to sell little bits at a time. So, and make money so are you talking about the big dirty? Well, well, I mean, every every season pretty much has like a version of the Big Dirty, right? He's like, no, we'll sell yeah. it off in one sum and we'll retire. First of all, you can't retire one eighty thousand dollars or whatever it is. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, he he thinks he's like, like a lot smarter than they are, but he really isn't, right? Because he keeps coming up with these harebrained schemes, and they go to jail. So, I mean, has he run away with the million bucks yet? No, but he did lose all their money and. Say good night for the bad guys. Say good night to the bad guys. So, oh, I love my favorite line from that special: "People take too many showers, Ricky." <laughs> That's hilarious, man. That's oh, a I love it. No, my favorite scene ever. Okay, 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 okay. The best scene ever shot by anyone ever. The best acting ever done ever by anyone ever 
mark it down, people. You heard it here first. Was John Dunsworth coming up out of drunkenness to the telephone, through the bathroom. You oh, know what I'm talking about? Oh, you mean, what? are you talking about the one where he's taking a shower? And in, in, no, in, in uh, what is it, uh, say goodnight to the bad guys. No, oh, he's on the he's, floor? He's and passed and out on the and floor, and then the camera comes, when the scene comes in, in the, in the episode, in the movie, it's on him passed out, and he comes out of life. Man, I'm going to send you the link if you don't remember. He comes out, like, he wakes up and goes up, like, to the phone and shit. Like, do you not remember that? Am I hallucinating? Are you, are you still talking about say goodnight to the bad guys? Yeah. yeah. So, he, yeah, he's drinking the liquor out of the, the dish soap bottle. Yeah, out, out of, the out of like, the, the fucking, yeah, the dish soap Palm bottle. olive bottles, yeah. Yeah. And he, yeah, and he, yeah. the way he just stumbles around that room, but comes to, like, you're telling me that man was sober? Yeah, he was. Yeah, that's how good an actor. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. Like, yeah, that's my crazy. my my mother, who normally would never, you know, point anything out. Like this person's a good actor. She just watches shit and just takes it in. She said about him. She said he's a good actor, and that she hardly ever says anything like that. She doesn't normally analyze TV or anything that much, but she saw him at work like, doing one of his drunken scenes. And she, even she knew this guy's got the he's got the goods, man. Yeah. So. Yeah, he deserved yeah. an Emmy for that that character. It's too bad they didn't qualify for that. But. So we were talking shirts a few minutes ago, man. Uh, so I'm wearing the shirt, you know, with the weed and the two birds, and says "Get two birds done at once." But my favorite shirt ever. Uh, I got this other one. Um, and it's, 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 it's a silhouette of, of Mr. Leahy, of John. And, uh, you know, he's holding the liquor bottle up and inside the liquor bottle, as the liquor's pouring out, what you see is, I am the liquor. Yeah. Uh, It'd be great if they did one with Phil Collins that said, sweaty bitch was high. That would be a cool shirt. Ah, that'd be great. Or the mustard tiger. The mustard tiger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know who has some? You know who wears some interesting shirts is Trevor. He wears a lot of unusual T-shirts. One that said uh, "Donair," and <laughs> one of them just had some <laughs> random guy's name on it. I can't remember what the name was, but. So I found a recipe for Donairs. All right, just yeah. Now. Uh, I'm gonna send you the link later, and you let me know if that's the real th like. Is that pretty similar to the real thing? And if it is, trust me, I'm a pretty good chef. I can re I can recreate it. All right. And so then I can try my own donair. <laughs> well, I think I think if you like, um, so it's it has the same, same kind of consistency as meatloaf, except it's not. Except it's good. yeah, it's kind of yeah. It's, no. I mean, basically, from what I see, it's a lamb euro. I know what a yeah. lamb euro is. We had this. We had this Greek dude who lived down in Napa and owned a small world market, yeah. a little Greek market, man. And then he made these lamb euros. I, I don't call them gyros. I call them euros. Yeah, because that's the what the hell he told me to call it, you know, a long time ago. So, uh, I called them lamb euros for like fucking damn near 25, 30 years, damn near. It'd be a lot you know, of work, old, but, but you're, supposed to, time, you're supposed to cook it on a spit, but that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But he made it and put it in, the, in these pitas, and he used to make this sauce, man. And I used to go, what sauce is that? And some go, oh, it's the yogurt. So it's the fucking Tahitian sauce or whatever, man. It's Tahitian. Yeah, tzatziki or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's it, man. 
And yeah, I put that on there. Oh, but that shit was good. <laughs> <laughs> All over that land. And it's land heroes, man. Down there in Small World Market, down in Napa, California. Anyone in Napa, California ever go down to Small World Market, go see Mike. Get yourself a land hero. Mike makes the best land heroes this side of where the hell they make them originally. Well, I don't know. If, I don't know if you could order frozen food online. Maybe not, but maybe you could. You could try importing those donair kits. But uh, yeah, maybe it's just like dry goods that you can buy online. But uh, I don't know. Possibly. Because Amazon sells food, but I don't think they sell perishable food. So. Dude, so check this out. A while back, I bought a bong off Amazon, bong? but Amazon doesn't sell bongs. So what was it? What was it called on Amazon? Decorative home vase. Decorative I'm home so glad, vase. I'm really. so glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> Decorative home vase. So that that's kind of like how they used to call vibrators back massagers. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> exactly like. Oh, I saw this thing recently. It was this toy that was out in, in the '80s, and it's ET's finger. It's like a really large ET finger, and it, I think it vibrates and shot a, lo a light. But everyone's like, you know, it's just it's just a toy. Yeah, yeah. What, what kind so, of toy is that exactly? I also, I mean, I assume everybody knows what a dab is. You know, you do a dab, you heat the thing up, and you, you know, it's a new way to smoke the way the kids are getting down these days. But anywho, um, I bought a dab rig off Amazon also, uh, and it was a, it literally came in as a straw. A straw, really? A straw. Like, Alexa, who I have, sorry, sweetie, I'm not talking to you, but thank you for answering. I can see you lighting up over there. She's always listening. Always. I don't know that one. See? Fuck you, Alexa. Always listening. Alexa, what's Trailer Park Boys? <laughs> hey, Alexa. Tell me about Trailer Park Boys. Trailer Park Boys is a comedy show starring John Paul Tremblay, Rob Wells, and Mike Smith. Three petty felons have a documentary made about their life in a trailer park. The series has an IMDb rating of 8.4 out of 10 and is rated TV MA. 8.4. Come on. <laughs> Alexa, thank you. I love you. Now shut up, dude. <laughs> See, who needs a girlfriend when you got an Alexa? Yeah, yeah, she, she doesn't talk dude, back. She, she answers all my questions. She never yells back at me. Um, and when I say, hey, Alexa, I love you, but shut up. Guess what? She shuts up. Yeah. <laughs> now, any girlfriend would be like, what you say, motherfucker? I was going to ask you. Since they you're, hammer me. Since you're you know? a cook. That's why I'm single. You know? <laughs> have, have you ever made your own weed edibles? Oh, yeah, all the time. I make great butter, dude. I make great butter, but I'm a, I'm a crock pot butter kind of guy. I make good crock pot butter. Oh, yeah. Well, but, cool. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Matter of oh. fact, I got a bunch of butter in the freezer right now. I should send you a package. Would they let that over the Canadian-Canada border? Well, the thing is, I Probably not. Well, I'd probably go to prison for killing that. I probably shouldn't do well, that. It would be the American. It, it would be the American <laughs> side that would nail you. Not my side. The American side would probably, probably want to nail you. So don't put yourself. It's always my side. Well, I, I mean, we have stories. It's always my side. 
there's a there store. Blame it on America. Poor America. There's a store downtown here I can... No, it, no I'm uh, talking shit. It totally yeah. is. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> there's a store here I can buy, like, weed, uh, beverages, and candy, and all kinds of shit. So, they got it all. You can trade in weed stocks here. That's another thing that's new. You can start at four twenty two, four dollars and twenty cents. Hey, yeah. hey, is there really a river that separates our border? Well, it's part of it. Yeah, it's not the entire border, but all right, I think all right. So if if I told you to meet me there, and I sw I can swim underwater for a long time. Well, that oh, you're thinking of the place where that that they shot those scenes in season. Yeah, seven. dude. That that's probably all Nova Scotia. I mean, you can fake that, right? Because Maine is pretty much just like the the Maritimes. New England is right. the Maritimes with money. I'll put it All that right. Way. Well, the question I have then, bud, is there anywhere where I could get some snorkel and some goggles, and I could over to your side? Well, it would be a long swim, but the Great Lakes, some of them uh, run between the United States and Canada, like uh, Lake uh, Michigan, or was it Lake? I'm trying to think which lakes these were, but. Really? Like, well, between Detroit and and Windsor, Ontario, there's a I don't know if that's a river or a lake, but yeah, the lakes, you know, run between United States and Canada. Yeah, totally. No, I I know the lakes. I have no idea where they are geographically, but I do know the lakes, and they're right in that vicinity. So. Yeah. 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 I'm not sure, but I, I've thought about that for a while, like. Could I just snorkel and swim across? You know, I once met this chick online, dude, who lived in Canada. Uh, you're my second connection to Canada. But anyway, I once met this chick online in Canada, and, and we debated uh, uh, me flying out to Buffalo, New York, and then she could drive over in to Buffalo and then throw me in the trunk yeah. and smuggle me, smuggle me back across. Well, no one would know, yeah. Yeah, if you don't mind being in the truck I mean, for a while, yeah. That would make me an illegal immigrant, right? An illegal alien, yeah. So so I officially could never talk shit to illegal immigrants in Napa or America. Well, no, know? yeah. <laughs> Not that I can. I mean, hey, I got no problem with that. Everyone should go somewhere. Everyone should go somewhere. Man. Well, my, my country's a lot more welcoming to immigrants, whereas there's a lot of people in America who seem to be very hostile toward them. All, all, all I say is yeah. you can't go anywhere illegally. Well, and that's true, yeah. You, you have to sign in. My family came here from somewhere. They did. Yep. You yep. know, but they did it the legal way. Yeah, you're supposed whether, to do it Whether you or I like it or not is not the point. Yeah. Like, there is a legal way, there is a non-legal way, and if you do it the non-legal way, then you really can't be mad when legal repercussions come your way. That's just how I feel. I'm a man from prison. I'm like, Ricky, like, jail's awesome, and, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm not, I'll rob some shit right now if you want me to. Like, it ain't that big of a deal. But I'm not going to pretend like it's someone else's fault. That I did the shit that I did, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pretend like whatever. Like it is what it is, and that's just reality, whether you like it or not. Yeah, I'm just not on board with the kids in cages and separating them from their families. I think that's a bit harsh. Me neither. But if yeah. you want to get technical, do you know what your those 
Never mind. That's another podcast. Yeah. Let's go in there. Yeah. Let's let's yeah, fuck we off. Get into the let's politics, fuck off. Yeah. Now, now. Let's fuck off right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, on that note, uh, it's been a great episode, and uh, not are we done that. already? Yeah, it's been a one hour and eleven minutes. Ah. Yeah. I'm not even done, dude. I got so much shit to do. Say fuck. That means you got I'm something drunk. for next episode then. Oh, always, buddy, yeah. always, man. Yep. I hope everybody likes this. I hope everybody likes me. Fuck. I, actually, you know what? I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, more, most of the people are listening on YouTube. It's like getting 500 listeners per episode, so it's starting to build, you know? Well, all right. Yeah. So, hello, well, shit. Hello, YouTubers. Y'all got my email, right? Scoopdad.Leahy at Gmail. And then, you know, of course, Rector. He's, yeah. He, rectormedia.gmail.com yep so yes, sir. That, sir. so I'm going to leave everyone with this uh, collection a compilation of every time Jim Lay says Randy I'm going to put that on the end of the show uh, but before then I have their belly do you have their belly Raymond fuck I hope so <laughs> Ricky don't talk to me like I'm fucking late. He talks to Randy, Julian. I'm serious. Randy. 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 That's enough. Mr. Lee. Randy. 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 Randy.